Oh, so I decided to make it. I just made a decision on what to do about Mass Effect Andromeda. That, and you were you were still being torn up on that. I was, but I just um I decided to uh, just pre-order it for Xbox One. I pre-ordered it on Amazon, and I pre-ordered the deluxe edition, which is usually like the seventy dollar one, right? So for pre-ordering it on Amazon and their whole pre-order thing, I actually got it for fifty nine dollars. In response to the, the pre-order thing, I'm kind of think I'm kind of done with pre-ordering. The, I only the pre-order it was culture Amazon. itself. I agree. I am just so done with it because there's a reason I pre-ordered from Amazon and not GameStop. I, I you know the that last, was very purposeful on I, my part. Yeah, because well, GameStop's always been shit. I don't get they've always had that mentality. I understand that it's not a hundred percent their fault because do you know how much money they get per game? The the I uh, the not conservative estimate. What's the opposite of conservative? The, Liberal. No, I mean, no, but that's oh, literally okay, the yeah, opposite the, of a the, conservative. Yeah, if you're being a uh, liberal with the, uh, uh, but I, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like right. What's the fiscal? But anyway, fuck. I, even though I can't remember it, uh, it's the still liberal versus conservative. The, uh, unfortunately, Bob. No, no. But there's literally a term that's oh, oh fuck me. Uh, there's fiscally conservative and fiscally liberal. Doesn't sound right. But anyway, it just doesn't sound right to me, I guess. I probably use a different word for no reason. Yeah, probably. So, the uh, the liberal, uh, what, it being, I've lost my train the of liberal thought. estimate. Estimate, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still wrapping around. I'm trying. It's supposed to be the back of my head, but nope, it's the forefront. Constantly trying to think what that fucking word is. When I'm editing, I'm going to remember, Jake. I swear to you, you I'm will. going to remember. It's probably going to be the fucking title of the episode just because I want people to know that I remembered. Oh, while we were watching, while I, because I, I watched uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall before showing up, we totally need a name and episode Lose Yourself and Fuck. We totally just need a name and episode that. But continue, Bob. It's nice to Dom, know. Dom, take my eyes, but not the shirt. It's nice to know. The wonderful tradition of me trying, finally getting the thread back, and what happens? Oh shit! I was just doing this one. Okay, tangent continue. topic change. <laughs> it's Sorry. not a tangent topic change. It was stopping a fucking. Uh. Anyway, it's shit. They get paid shit per game. There, they get shit back per game, which makes no fucking sense. Oh, I'm. I'm this is tangent fucking shift. The goddamn president of EA said games should not be sixty dollars. But what happens, EA still makes games for 60 Games should not be as expensive as they are. Not our games, your games. What happens when EA makes Origin their own digital platform where they get all the profit? Huh? They don't have to worry about fucking, oh, no, no, no. We don't have to do packaging costs. We don't have to print discs. We don't have to market to other people. What happens? It's still the same fucking price. And their idea of sales is a goddamn joke. The modern fucking game market is shit. It is utter and complete shit. And that is part of the reason I am fucking sick today. I hate the fact that I'm using Steam as much as I am. Because guess what? Steam is just as shit. For some reason, they get a pass for uh, horrible their their uh, their content ID. Not content ID. Their uh, their uh, fuck. They're always on bullshit. You have to jump through so many ho- hoops to play a game offline. They somehow get a pass on that. Microsoft tries to do that with the Xbox, and they get shat upon, all right? But no, 
This is something that Steam has been doing forever, and apparently Steam can do no wrong when... <laughs> have you seen the report that, was it 60% of Steam's library came out in 2016? Well, but 60%. here's... but if was I had to guess, 40? But here's the thing, Bob. Regardless, Valve is still seen as the little man. I think that's I I, I oh no know. no they still kind of are. But here's the thing, right? But if you compare if now. you compare Valve to EA or Microsoft or Sony, they're the small guy, right? Nope. They're right up there. Because guess what? But okay. that's not the perception. Yeah, the perception is the fucked. perception is that they're still the small guy trying you know trying to um trying to make it in a market against the giants. And, yeah, here's the problem. They're the biggest fucking giant. They are the giant, okay? They they are the platform. All right, they're now, I mean, they're more a publisher now because they stopped fucking developing games. They are a publisher, and they publish anything and everything. They'll, they will throw any game onto their service because they will take all your money. Is it shit? Does it work? They don't fucking care. At least EA gives half a shit of whether or not the game functions. And that's right. EA gives more of a shit about video games than than Valve. Congratulations, Valve. You fucked up. You done fucked up. I mean, hell, get this. Origin, as shit as it can be, as not only as a platform, but as a program, because it will it used to just clog all your fucking uh all of your memory. Just chug it all down. I came back when uh from a trip and for some reason, when I logged in, it said you were previously logged into another system. That fucking freaked me out. I look at it, and apparently, I've been playing 56 hours of FIFA. Yeah. So I had to change all my information. I send a thing to EA. It's like, hey, I think someone stole my account and bought a game with my card. Sure enough, they bought a game with my credit card, all right, with my uh, debit card. And the guy I was talking to, he's like... Huh, yeah. All you use this for is to play Old Republic. Like, like I told him, like, I literally bought uh, Got Origin because that's how you got Old Republic. You had to have Origin to get Old Republic. Like, yeah, and I see you just play, like, two other games. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, we'll get this sorted. Bam. Got refunded within a day. Amazing customer service. Although some people also have shit customer service. But seriously, Steam, don't even fuck. Like, I am so just... I'm done, but again, pre-order. <laughs> but no, I mean that's the thing though is that there's a lot of Gabe Newell dick writers. There it's really like, is. Just because of Half Life Two, people will like swear fealty to this well, dude Half-Life no matter what. Half Life itself was a good game. Half Life Two was just as good as the first one, which is hard to do. But I personally like. If you want to see what their what their whole deal is, look no further than fucking Team Fortress Two. They did nothing with that game. They barely, they'll add other things into it, but really all they do is toss a couple things out, sit back, and just reap profits. They but don't even Overwatch fucking... is the same way, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it. no, no. Don't get me wrong. I am not fucking saying that Blizzard is the good guy. Fuck oh, no. You know I'm why? not saying that because at all. Because there's a reason it's called Blizzard Activision, okay? Blizzard was an okay company. That merged with a shit company, and guess what? Now they're an okay shit company, all right? Overwatch can jump all up its own ass and die with its stupid fucking... Okay, all right. 
there is we're an never going to get to the top. Oh, we will. We, we will. Don't worry. There's an agreement people have when they uh, purchase a. Bob, we spent almost thirty minutes just shit. on all of these. I don't rambles. give a shit. A free to play. There is a uh, a agreement you make when you buy a free to play game. It will try to make you spend as much money as possible because it's free. So it will leveling up. It's a chore. It's a chug. You're not going to fuck. It's going to take forever to do. All right. That agreement is understandable. It is a psychological test to see how long it take you before you break down and pay. Overwatch, its leveling system is utter shit for the sole purpose of making you buy loot crates because they know you fucking will. They know you will because you see that that division of haves and have-nots when you play this game. You see somebody with a skin you absolutely want. There's a, I suck with McCree. But there is a skin that makes you look like Doc Holliday. Nice. Yeah. So, of course, I had to find it. I had to get it. So, and of course, how do you do it? Oh, let's do a loot crate then. Let's just buy a few loot crates. What happens? 90% of it is stickers. Spray paints. Yes. Sprays. To where you can stick a spray. Just, look at this awesome, this awesome design. That's awesome. Yay. All right. And... Will there be a, if you get something you already have, will you be less likely to get it the next time? No. You will get it over and over and over, all right? It's, I fucking love it. Jim Sterling coined it. Uh, was it? Pay to spray. Pay to spray. Because that's what you're doing. That's all. That's nearly all you're getting. And duplicates? Yeah, and you think uh, duplicates are going to cash out for, you know, because, of course, duplicates turn into just the currency that you can use to buy things. No, it's a pittance. Even a legendary skin is a pittance if you already have it. It is it is built from the ground up to force you to pay because, sure, I know most people say, oh, betas, you, they make it to where you can level up faster. No, they turn it to a fucking screeching halt in leveling. It is ridiculous, and I am sick of it. I am freaking just sick of that kind of... And I haven't even played Overwatch in a while, mainly because that shit is just so annoying it soured the game a bit to me, and I freaking loved my Junkrat. I loved playing as Junkrat. But I... I mean, hell, I'm just, I think it was... Again, this is what I was going to say. I think the last game I pre-ordered, Jake, was Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Just because... That was mainly because I didn't have... I wasn't making much money. I pre-ordered... Now, pre-ordering a game in terms of layaway... It makes sense. That's perfectly right. reasonable. That's why I thought about GameStop. Completely reasonable. If you if you want to get rid of some things and put some down, sort of reasonable. I don't I don't fault you for that. But pre-ordering because you need this bonus, you need this perk, you gotta break that shit. Yeah. Except the fact that you're not gonna have it because you should not pre-order a game like that because that is fucking bullshit. Well, there's no pre-order bonuses. There's only pre-order bonuses on uh, Origin. If you pre-ordered it on Origin. Yeah. So, but anyway. Crazy. But, uh, all right. And speaking of Origin, let's go to that question that you said. What was that question we that you texted We never did do the about? introduction. Oh, we didn't. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. Sorry about that, guys. We actually had a 30-minute talk before this. So we just assumed we already did. <laughs> yeah, so um, my question was, I meant to do some some homework, but of course I didn't because... Oh, Jake, this is me. I'm going to rant. Okay, so, so, Bob, let's discuss on which is the purer 
most pure. Oh, most pure RPG. I thought you were going with better representation, but we're going most pure. Most Ooh. pure RPG. Dragon Age Origins or Mass Effect 1. I realize that they're both BioWare games. But BioWare is one of the better options for... Well, and well, I we're, Okay, we're going to go Western RPG then. Yes. Because if we start jumping down the JRPG hole... I, I'll get so lost because and, don't, you can miss me with oh, all no, that. Oh, no, Jake. I, I will know. too because let me see. Where is it? Um, This game. I'm standing right beside it. This game right here that I'm holding it up to you, Jake, is called Bravely Default. It is the absolute best... JRPG that I've played in a decade. It is full on Square Enix being fucking Square Enix amazingness. Or I'm sorry, it's Square. That game is 100% Square. And it's beautiful. Now, I thought about this for one specific reason. Okay, because to me, there will be no pure Western video game RPG than, than Knights of the Old Republic. Um... I think that was a devi that 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 was a well done RPG, but I think it deviated a bit from the more but traditional. Here, but see, here's why I say that I think top, tabletop wise, because it used the oh, random dice roll did. generator, which also and I was trying to remember <laughs> if Dragon Age Origins or Mass Effect did, because no. I well, want to say one of them did. Uh, Origins, it it was no Jake. Here's the thing: they took the because. Kotor and had that had that full on random dice setup. Dragon Age had probability, but there was no real dice roll. All right, there was dodge chances and things like that, but that's all that's straight percentage. That's RNGness. There was no there was no real uh, dice roll, which they actually admitted, like they said, it worked on a bit of a dice roll system. But here's the problem with that dice roll in Kotor, Jake. Kotor two. Secret stats. Everybody had secret stats. Nobody, you never knew what the secret stats were. I decided to create a melee motherfucker who apparently his secret stats were he has the worst health and the worst strength. So I couldn't be my melee freaking Jedi because the secret stats told me I couldn't. I found this out when I constantly died. The final Sith temple, the Sith school, was basically me mind controlling somebody and going invisible. And having him fight his buddies and doing it again and again and again because the secret stats said I couldn't do it. But for the... Huh. You're going to have to state your case first, Jake. You don't just ask the question. So, which would you assume? I think, for me, I would probably still go with Origins. Dragon Age Origin as the more pure RPG Part of that might be where it's still in the fantasy instead of sci-fi fantasy role, and it's the classic kind of fantasy thing. Yeah, it's more in keeping with what RPGs used to be. Right, but... Or what people think of when they think of RPGs. Right, but there's there's things about Mass Effect that I think are less RPG-ish. Like, the Mako isn't exactly very RPG. Like, um... And I don't know. There's there's things about... It does get a little... Like, okay, so that took more of a slant with the sci-fi. You're going to be on other worlds, so you might as well. But it also had, when you were in that Mako, it had resource gathering and, you know, ha micromanaging, which, well, that was a bit of a thing. Uh, Not as... Well, no, A Origin had a shit ton of it, too. 
Because I know sometimes the the arguments that you'll see, like of really, I, the, and it's going to really absurd lengths, are the ones where people complain like the um the backpack slots, quote unquote. Like from Mass Effect One to Mass Effect Two, people are like, Mass Effect Two is only an action game. It has no RPG features, and the main reason for this is because there's no backpack. Like, man, fuck you. And um, spoiler: action games turned into RPGs. Every action game has an RPG element. You know why? Because the original th- setup of RPGs was the leveling system. All right, you the progression system. But guess what's in every game now? A progression system. All right, you're slowly getting better at things. You choose what you're better at. And that's the thing. Role-playing games wasn't... Every game, if you go by the name of it, is a role-playing game. Because every game is you playing a role. But the key aspects of role-playing game is was really the character management. Strength, desk, dex. Not only that, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Always with the charisma. I don't give a shit. All my characters had to have... I was that way on Mass Effect more than Dragon Age. Like, I wanted them to have a shit ton of charisma so that I could do both Paragon and Renegade, whatever Oh, I, I always like. have to be. I'll, like, any game I play, charisma's my main stat because you can talk your way out of stuff. You can talk your way into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in terms of KOTOR, you can take over minds if, chari- if you had a good enough charisma. Uh or whatever their version of charisma was, it was a charisma. Whichever, I don't fucking care. But I. Uh, but I think my main thing is that the Western RPG nobody does it better than Bioware. That's yeah, why I didn't. They become put the gold standard. That, yeah, I never played now, Baldur's Gate. That's why I kind of left it out. Yeah, Baldur's Gate was D and D, Jake. Yeah, which I figured because you know it takes place in all the uh yeah the ne- is it Neverwinter Neverwinter Never Never yeah. yeah um. So, yeah, no, I was just kind of curious as to what you thought. I think I'll still go totally with Dragon Age. You know what? Let me think. Uh, because cause... I think that the way it's laid out, like the character progression, the story, the um, all of the different uh, squad mates that you could get, there was just, I don't know, maybe, maybe a lot of it is because it still has those fantasy elements of, like, dwarves and elves and that sort of thing. And so, to me, like in my head that I typically see a traditional RPG as are you, not taking place in space. Are you trying to tell me that a Saurian isn't a fucking elf? A reverse elf? Because they live for no time, but they're still, like, all about, like, just straight-up personality-less Well, douche. I could see that, because if you said that, then Krogans would be dwarves. Yeah. Basically. No, they are, yeah. And, oh... Oh, does Ooh, that this that... could devolve into something no, more interesting. I can't remember the half like the people's Quarians names. and Solarians and giving them hmm. races. Solarians would probably be Did closer I call them a to Solarians. Okay, yes. uh, Solarians. I'm sorry, Solarians are sorry. I'm the very model scientist, Solarian. Yeah, Solarians would be closer to gnomes, not in stature, but oh in their shit, they would be the gnomes of yeah that space opera. Yeah. So Guys, you can't Corians see. Be? Dear viewers, Corians you... might be like drow, maybe. Eh. But dear viewers, you cannot see the smile on my face. You have no idea how much I love playing as gnomes. I fucking love no. But no, Jake. 
deviating. You okay? So but in I don't my know. Opinion, that starts to become a fun discussion. My Bob. opinion. Okay. Huh. I'm trying to think of it because, I mean, you know, it's hard not to think of it as the traditional RPG because we were based out of tabletops, out of D and D. So okay, let's let's spin it this way. Oh my way. God, Jacob! Which series? Would be more no RPG. no no. Okay. We're talking about the games Mass Effect One and Origin. Yep. We're talking about the precursors of it, okay? Because no, I do think of two as more of a uh, you mean an Mass action RPG. No, both of them. Oh yeah, it's true. Both of yeah. them I think of more as action RPGs. With with Mass Effect Dragon two, Age Two got way too with, much fucking with hate. Mass though. Effect Two, it's more of a it's because the story demanded, and that's the thing: the story it trumps everything. Mass Effect 1 was the basic hero's journey. Well, not really the hero's journey because you were already amazing. It's the basic tale of what you would think of a quest is. 2 was, it was just that, the suicide mission. So it all is just all pump, pump. Everything's just, let's go, let's go, let's go. On Dragon Edge Age constantly. 2, I know I've, I know I've had to talk about this already, but Dragon Age 2 was not the story of Hawk. It was the story of Hawk being told by a bard who's trying to uh, not let a fucking inquisitor know the truth. So yes, the game is more actiony because it's not what happened. All right, they you they kind of you get that when he first started it because you know you know and then a dragon showed up seriously, and also when he talks about what happened to him in Bertram. Was Bertram right? His brother. His brother. Yeah. Dude, that was the best that was part of the game. I like, love. Do you that. really want to know the truth? Like I don't want to tell you the truth. It was him. Just he was Kaiser Sozaing the shit out of her. So yes, it's more actiony because it has ha, it had to have flair because it was coming from a bard. And everything coming from a bard is better. Everything, Jacob. Everything. Except though, I think the one thing that he didn't do all that with was the whole mages v Templars thing. Oh, like at the end. Jake, you wanted to talk about different gaming. We are we, I'm gonna have to cut you off, okay? I'm pulling out. I'm, Anders. I'm pulling out my shit, okay? I've I been am sitting not, here trying to remember his name. For I the am past, not, no, like, no, 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 not just that. The Anders part, everybody, anybody who was a mage hated him for that. But anybody, but, but I'm stopping because I will go into a giant tirade about how much I fucking hate Kirkwall shit. And everybody who says that two sucked, I have not played that game. And well, like. We're talking a little bit after it came out is when I stopped. It was like I played it three times and that was that was it on me. Okay. I still rant about it. I still as in not in the terms of I I was pissed off because I was attached to my characters and all this shit that happened. I was attached to what was going on. I was attached to the Grim or to the Divine Mother. Divine Mother? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I was attached to what happened. I was pissed at what happened to her. I was pissed at what this what happened to the city that I spent so long. It's like you can be an apostate. You can be an apostate without being a blood mad blood mage, which still super pissed me off that the fucking trailer, you're a goddamn blood mage! That pissed me off, Jake. That fucking pissed me off because what it is it's you fighting the fucking douchebag the horn lord it's like ah oh, blood it's like fuck you you're not a goddamn blood mage hawk so yeah i got into this game i Why love this tell game. me how you really feel okay <laughs> no but, dragon age 2 gets way too much hate that game was the hate the mechanical hate i understand like the, the repeating the of the dungeons and yes, all that shit the copy paste i totally i totally agree with understand. that yes terms of a story 
Fuck you if you didn't if you said it was a piece of shit. You can rot in hell, you dick. I loved it. The Hawk was amazing, and I love the fucking character uh, the 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 what was it the semi uh, almost almost natural character interaction to where if you're a dick so many times everybody starts acting like you're a dick. So when you try to be honest. Everybody like the the dialogue tree won't go that way because you've already stepped too far. You could try to back it out, and it, I really liked I really liked the way the story unfolded. Like like an RPG, you play you're playing the role. But again, we're talking about the first. Uh, if I now, like I said, with the first Mass Effect, you were already on there. You were already on the. You were already you, you, you already were well had established. The he- yeah, you were already established and, as a hero. Fucking, I uh, in Dragon Age you go full Gladwell. It is full hero with of a thousand faces. You do the hero's journey, and that's good and all. And it's it's more traditional. And heck, like like I was gonna say, we grew up with D and D. We actually know Thacko. It can eat a dick. Okay, <laughs> but For sure. no, we're not going on to another tangent. We're fine. I'm trying to finally give you my answer. And it's based, you know, you had dungeon, you had dragons. It was full on fucking D and D, okay. But, and yeah, I'm sitting here trying to make a, a case for Mass Effect. Mass Effect's an amazing story, an amazing game. But when you think and about an amazing the, RPG, oh yes, uh, yes. But if you're thinking about what a traditional RPG is, I mean, come on, every tick you had to go ab- before the uh, the king. The who overthrew, he betrayed the king, and he's now the regent lord. And you gotta overthrow him in the castle, and you gotta like it. It just screams traditional role playing game. We're talking traditional dice. We're talking you got your minis. It feels so much like a tabletop. So, uh yeah, I'm gonna have to agree, probably for a slightly different reason, but mo- it does fairly. feel the most tabletop, it and feel- that's what I had in mind with the question. That and that's what we're that's our that's our bread and butter. It is. It Spoiler, really is. everybody. Uh, Pugmire's amazing. All right, I haven't read enough into it because I'm working on three different I've fucking things. Over it a little bit. I cannot wait. I I cannot wait to roll a game on it. I have to figure out who's gonna play. That's gonna be the hardest part. Well, duh, bitch. It's gonna be. It's hard to do a brothers quarrel game episode without ha- without the pluralization <laughs> of brother. But the plural we'll get, pro- pluralization before the we need to get Nicole in on it. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I, uh, I'm, and the questions are. But uh, the questions are: Is it gonna? Do you just want? If I want to use the characters that are already created for it, or have everybody create their own? But we'll figure logisticals of it. But it's it looks good. Oh, and they brought back feats for it. They're using 5e, but with feats. Like, weird shit. Like, the the artisan is the mage. All right? It's what they call the Because if you think about it, artisans are usually uh, well-skilled, red people. But it can go two routes. All right? You choose a first-level talent or trick. One is a focus, which turns you into a mage. <laughs> first-level trick. <laughs> that, no. Uh, and the other is encouragement, which is basically inspiration dice. Here's the thing. If you put enough enough points, enough le- uh, each level you get a feat point, which is really cool. If you put enough of them in there, whenever you give someone an inspiration die and they roll it, they can get back that many spell slots. Fucking recovering spell slots, Jake. 
Amazing! A fucking amazing! Oh, the magic missile possibilities. Oh, you have no idea, Jacob. Oh, dear God. I didn't see any bard, though. Oh, no, no, no. geared toward bardish. That's the artisan. Oh, the okay. artisan can go mage or, uh, or bard because you get a skill at the first level. Much like most likely the hunter, I haven't read any of it. It can go beastmaster or ranger, you know, whichever. Right. But no, nah, it's it's good. It's but re untangenting. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree. Yeah, I. Not hey. that Mass Effect's a bad one. I no, think no, Mass no. Effect God, is no. probably the better series, in my opinion, than Dragon Age. Mainly because two is two. on such a high like Dragon Age two. I love, is like but here, no, it's no Mass, Mass Effect, Effect two. two is here. No. But but Dragon Age two has one thing over Mass Effect two. One big thing over Mass Effect two. It did not lock a character integral to the fucking story of the universe behind a paywall. Okay, there's a fucking Prothean. Not a Prothean. Yeah, Prothean. No, that was Mass Effect 3. No, that was 2. No, the Prothean was Mass Effect 3. No, 2 because your only extras was... Um... No, it was 2 because Red sent me a screenshot of when Caden was yelling at, at fucking... And that's 2, Jake. No, Caden is 3. Caden is Kaden not Caden is in... in your group in 3. He... No, no, no. In 2, when you're going off to this fucking place and everybody's like getting a... Uh, like, you're trying to evacuate things because they're all getting, like, sucked up by the collectors. Caden shows up and yells at you. I know this for a fact, Jake, because when Red told... Because this... I came out here on vacation first, okay? Red was playing that. This game came out when I was out here on vacation. When she told me Caden yelled at her, I shouted her down, asking her what the fuck she did to piss off Caden. Bob. That was Mass Effect 2. Bob, I have every single achievement on Mass Effect 2 possible. I have never seen... On the Xbox 360 version, the Prothean. The Prothean was behind a paywall for Mass Effect 3. Because he had a bunch of integral backstory, and that's where people got pissed off. Because he was a pre-order or one of the special editions. That's how you ended up with him. Just a second. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. I thought it was two. No, it was three because that was bullshit. That was because bullshit. That... I could have sworn it was two because nope. it was the collector. Or, I mean, it was the... Dude, uh, they fucked the pooch so bad man. on three that... Shit. I got... I got. But still, I no, no, seriously, I fucking yelled at Red because she made Caden angry. <laughs> I got pissed off. But no, I could have sworn it was two, though. Nope. Huh? What nope. the fuck? No, nope, because oh, well. the only two extra ones that they put out was Kasumi and who was the old oh, British the old, guy? Oh, the um, old, the old Australian dude. Uh, is it? Does his name start with a Z or an X? I, he was a shit. I wasn't a fan of him anyway. Shit. Yeah, because they were both. Kasumi sucked too. She They're all did. DLC characters too. Yeah. But I like Kasumi's DLC mission. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Had a fucking ogre, but no. Okay, so I apologize. Uh, Dragon Age didn't have that on Mass Effect. Mass Effect Two. All around better game. Yeah. Dragon Age 2, I think I probably liked more overall than Dragon Age Origin. Oh, personally, yes. Because I, now, I appreciated it as the RPG that it was. 
But at the same time, I hated how cookie cutter RPG it was. It was so cookie, so fucking. It was cookie. the story that really saved that game. Like, yeah, the gameplay was not that great. No, it was the story. It was all story in Dragon Age Two. That's what made it. Yeah, that's, it really that's did. why Mass Effect Two has the leg up on Dragon Age Two because Mass Effect Two was everything: the story, the gameplay, all of it. Yeah. Minus minus the whole bullshit, the crazy clip story. Let's not get. Let's not. Yeah. Have no. You no. Do no. That no. Two that, episodes. No. In no. A row. No. I'm not causing. I'm not fucking that over as a, as a game breaker. That was just a personal dislike. Right. It's not a game breaker. It's just I really hated that they had this awesome. But, well, it's just like the the retooling of all the but dungeons at the same in time, Dragon I Age. I hated it because I loved the story so much. It went against the grain of what the story. I, that's why I didn't like that's it. Why I still like the story. That's why I took all the Mass Effect three shit personally. Is because I was so invested in that story. Oh. I put hundreds upon hundreds of hours into those into those first two games. Just Mass Effect one and Mass Effect two for me to spend what about two hundred hours on the first one and five hundred hours on the second one. I took that shit very, very seriously. Do you know, do you uh, know, Jake? Do you know how many characters I created for each game? How many? One. You know why? No, no, no. I liked the game so much. I didn't want another character. I was so invested in it. Well, Tiffany's story because I had to change. I couldn't remember what the name was when I first did it. So when I bought it for the new one, I was like, "Shit, what is his name?" Um, fuck it, it's Tiffany. His name is Tiffany Shepard. And so I was so invested in the story of Tiffany Shepard. All right. Every time I tried making one, I think I did name make a female who was supposed to be just a straight asshole, and I think I named her Clarence. Well, I named I, her a very ob- obviously dude name just for a. But no, I, I did one of every ever, class. That's one of I the big reasons. I could every time I tried, I just remade my character and fine tuned his story. That's how much I like the game. You love the game so much, you made tons of characters. I love the story and game. I love the game and the story of Tiffany so much. I only played him. That at the same time, we both loved the game so much. We played it a lot. But I ended up with the same character. My second character was the one that became my main. My very first one was a fem Shep, like in the very first Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Well, she was all right, but my second one, Chunk. That was the one that, was it Chunk or Blank? Whichever one was the my second one. The worst part is, oh, God, the character customization so shit. And if you're a guy, you have no options. Absolutely no options. You want short haircut and square jaw or short haircut and square jaw? Yeah. That's your only options. It's. All right, Bob, so let's keep with the video games. Okay. So coming out in a couple weeks is the Nintendo Switch. The new system from Nintendo. Imagine that. Which is completely not a switch of anything they've been doing lately. It's really not, but I I kind of wanted to get your thoughts. I know what my thoughts are on this, and I can't remember if we've covered it in the podcast or not. That's why I kind of no. wanted to talk about it. Um, because to me, I have to admit, compared to the Wii U, the Switch is super interesting. I really, really dig what they're going for. I see what they're trying to do, but... It's not going to work. It's not even that. I don't even think that it's not going to work. It does not appeal to me. Now, maybe part of that is because I'm not... Wait, wait, wait. You don't want to be playing Mario Kart 
and then look out the window and there's a party on someone's rooftop and like, come on, Jake. <laughs> so you bring it over so everybody can watch you play fucking Mario, <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> Fuck it, that's the kind of the same way with the Wii U, really, if you kind of think about it. But but here, Wii U had uh, Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> that, true. But here's enough. But here's the thing. No, that's literal. So I I see what they do. I actually approve of what they're doing. I think that what they're what they're shooting for, I my problem is is that they're way ahead of their time. But that 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 we can get that we can get into. But hold on, the I guys can't see the faces I'm making when he said those things. The you can ideas, hear it. the ideas, are ahead of its time. The Dreamcast was ahead of its time. This stuff is ahead of its time. In, I'm not saying in the application and in the um execution but the ideas themselves like the idea of having a home console that's that the games are portable now i never got into the 3ds's like you i'm not i never did get into any of that stuff the ds the 3ds blah 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 blah. that that's all you i never got into that maybe that's part of the reason why i don't have feel any appeal of the switch to me but i kind of wanted to see what your thoughts were first Quick counterpoint to the it was ahead of its time. So was the virtual boy. But no, uh, here's the thing with the Switch. Sega CD was ahead of its time. Sega, Sega Saturn. Uh, Saturn, I'll give you. Sega CD was was attaching another piece to the giant Jenga board that was the Master System. <laughs> Which is true, but here's the but, thing. If you think about it, those are the classic, those classic companies, Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, they, so Sega had all of these things that they were. They were ahead of their time, and it kind of sunk them. And I'm afraid that that's where Nintendo is slowly going. Here's the thing. Okay, so for one, I'll start with this stupid joke. I find it hilarious that the Nintendo, the NES Classic, all right, like there's something happening with when it comes to uh, Nintendo and their controllers. Okay, the Nintendo Classic had a con- has the cord that's seriously about three feet long, Jake. It's fucking shit. And now the Switch, the controller is so short, it's attached to the fucking system. <laughs> I find that a little funny, but the problem with the Switch is I'm gonna also steal again from fucking Jim Sterling. The problem with the Switch is Nintendo still has the mindset of toy makers, not game developers. Because here's the thing. When the when the NES Classic came out, I didn't give two shits about it, okay? Because it was not going to appeal to me whatsoever. They 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 released very few copies of it. I all actually right? really wanted an NES and here's the Classic. Thing. You can just get a fucking emulator on your phone. Seriously. It's... You're, but there's I don't no play way games on my phone that there's those no games are not worth the amount that they are asking for in any way, shape, or form. What sixty bucks for an NES Classic with all those games, dude? Yeah. I would pay sixty bucks for just an old school NES with fucking Excite Bike to this day. And how about this, Jake? Hop online, get some of those old emulator boxes that actually they used to sell at Walmart for fifteen fucking dollars. Get one of those. Same thing, and a lot of those were Nintendo games. So, but uh. They, actually, a lot of those were Atari games. They manufacture scarcity. Nintendo likes to manufacture scarcity because what do you do when you're a toy maker? You make something scarce. Everybody wants it because you can't. It seems find like it. there's a higher demand. Yes, 
That's what they're doing with video games. But with video games, you need to push as much product as possible to make your money back. Nintendo is shit at doing that. They like to manufacture scarcity. I want you to look a little bit to your left over there, and you might see the Amiibos that I have. I stopped fucking getting them because, again, manufactured scarcity. They could have released as many as they wanted. They chose not to because they wanted that scarcity. They choose to have that, and that... That, if anything's going to kill Nintendo, it's that thought of a toy maker, not as a video game developer. That is what's going to kill Nintendo. That's why I'm not all that jazzed for Switch, even though they're making a Fire Emblem Dynasty Warriors. I think that's what it is. Fuck, I believe. Yes. About like what they did with Hyrule Warriors? Yes. And they also did with uh, Dragon Quest, but I never played Dragon Quest, so I didn't care as much about it. Hell, I love the Gundam one, for God's sakes, and that took like four games to not suck dick. But, was, no, Hyrule Warriors was the peak. It was so fucking good, Jacob. Holy shit. Even though it was the only game I ever played on my freaking Wii U, it was worth it. Oh, my God, that fucking game was beauty. But, again, it wasn't enough for me not to sell my Wii U. It was not enough for me not to sell it. Sell it. <laughs> but I don't... I. I can't care about the Switch. I also think it might be the simple fact of us getting too old. Because you have too much shit to do. That I have too many avenues. I have too many games to play. I can't be bothered to buy a new system. Even though I... That's the, that's a, that's a rub, isn't it? You have the money to get the systems you wanted as a kid. But you don't have the time that you had as a kid to play on. It's... Don't it always seem to go... But the, yeah, that's that's me when it comes to it. I just I can't be bothered to care because Nintendo's shit in its own bed. Well, see, I can give you that. I like that perspective where you know they have the perspective of a toy maker and not a game developer or publisher, right? Because that makes a lot of sense. I really like where you're going with that. But at the same time, I can see the switch for what it is and appreciate with what they're trying to do, but. Maybe it is just where I'm getting older because I feel like I don't I I have no interest in buying it. Like the Wii, the very first Wii just because it was so different. Yeah, so different with like all the motion, yeah, and accessible and, and the price wasn't and it nuts. it put the best the the main focus of the game with it. It put Wii Sports with it cuz you needed it. You needed that thing. Like, you bought this system. And Wii Sports was a blast. It was so fucking fun. Yeah. It's what most people played with it because guess what? It was the only goddamn system out that time that didn't have HD. And it was a great, par- <laughs> and it was a great party game, dude. It Which really was. I seriously was. forgot until I bought one for mom. I bought a Wii for mom because she wanted Because, like, oh, it helped me work out. Like, no, it won't, but okay, sure. But I got it. I was like, damn, there's no, like, there's seriously, there's no fucking HD hookup. What the shit is that? It was mind-bottling. But I had no interest in the Wii U. I, I didn't until Hyrule. I, only he, for Hyrule. Right, and even then it's not something that would And still, I didn't know enough. I kind of wanted to play Monster Hunter, but I didn't know enough people to play it. I would rather just go out and find a Nintendo 64 and just buy it. <sighs> yeah. Like I actually played some GoldenEye Fuck like that last conquer. month. Little, that little, the Colt 45 waddle, the, the Colt waddle. Yep. The most powerful weapon in the game. <laughs> one of the most powerful weapons, but you, you were just 
just walking around with it. Like, pray to God nobody has the fucking ninja sword. You're fucked. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, man, those fucking ninjas, Nazi teddy bears. Flip ninjas, man. Oh, Dude, that multiplayer was so, so fun. I, don't you remember, like, what was it, Crowder who worked at uh, Blockbuster? Larry Crowder? No, it was Larry Winterland. Winterland, okay. Where uh, basically we would have GoldenEye out for, like, a month, bring it back when he was working, get the fees removed, and swap it out for Conquer, and back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. Yep. <laughs> oh, those are some damn good games, man. They were. So, and I don't know, man. It is, like... And that, that's why I'm so conflicted, because Nintendo needs to stay in the market. It needs they to... They do. They have that feeling in them to where, at the same... At half the time, the, as a company, they are doing shit, but at the same time, they they aren't just... They're sort of they're banking on They're not doing shit. They're just not... They're making... They're making... They seem like they're having Interesting decisions, fun. like, hardware-wise, and they seem like they're having fun, but... Like you said, the way they're going about it is yeah, all not sorts doing, of crooked. Yeah. And I think, and it's not even like the commercials, you know. The commercials oh, are building. I was on the commercial because it was fun to bag on. It was so dumb. Right, but, <laughs> but it's still building that whole party game atmosphere. You know what? I'll sort of take that back. It's dumb when you, when you pick it apart. But if you wanted to release a video of everything the system does, the one for Wii U was shit. It was badly done. This one, no dialogue. Just showing someone playing a game, stopping, and the different ways that yes, you can play. It that was just game. showing these are the things you can do. These are people doing those things. Hey, you want to play the original version of Skyrim? It's like not really. No, can you mod it out and give like horse vaginas? Then no, I don't want to play it because yes, there is a horse vagina. But mod, I also Jake. I also think that the um, the component pricing is also not going to help them. No. Like oh the whole God, $80. No. The, the and Joy-Con. Pr- oh, my God. Yeah. The fucking no. stands, $90. Yeah, the, their pricing the on all that is not going to help them out any. Oh, it's it, they, are, they are shitting the bed already with that. And it's sad because I don't want them to. I would like to see the Switch do well because it is so interesting. I'll never buy one, though. Uh, yeah, and that's the problem. People who find it will, will like, hey, that's interesting. I'll go about my day now. And That's, that is why I'll never, even if people try to say that millennials, like, you'll, st- I still see stuff all the time where it's like, oh, the millennial generation is those born from 1980 to 1995. I'm not a millennial, though. I've got, like, this gen, I'm still, I always consider myself more Gen X, even if it is the back end of Gen X, but I don't. I'm sorry, Jake, I'm a millennial. I don't like labels. I don't label myself. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trevor Noah. Uh, or Tammy, whatever the shit her shit is. Uh, but no, I, I seriously... I, I fucking hate that stupid labeling bullshit. It's so dumb. Every, like, I know you want to name your generations just so you can start evaluating them. Like, which is better, which is worse. Like, I'm sorry. If you're trying to see which is better, which is worse... One of them murdered our economy. The other one, Snapchats. Which the fuck would you rather hate but on? But no, I think that's the thing, though. They are still going with those labels. They are very much, they're trying to drive to those that are like 12 to 25 right now. So everybody who 
balls don't have gray. <laughs> Shit, I'm fucked. I've always had grays. Yep. Yes, dear viewers, I've always had gray hair on my balls. <laughs> All right, Bob, so let's shift gears into some music. You want to? But I was wanting to talk about my balls some more, Jacob. Nobody wants to hear about your balls, Robert. That's true. I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Damn, I got to hear about it twice then and now like when to, I edit. If you would like to juggle the Robert's balls, please send us an email, brothersquarrel at gmail.com. How about not? <laughs> How about not? How about not? <laughs> let's go with not. So please, okay, let's I'm change sorry. your gears. I'm sorry. That's totally different. Tweet at us. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Anyway, oh, so shit, yeah, let's shift, let's shift these gears. So, sounds like we both have been listening. Mine has been fairly new music. I think it's something that just came out this I month. I actually or last bought an month. album the day it came out. Jake. Like album album? No, no, or no. Like I CD? bought it on Amazon. Oh, okay. So, Bob, why don't you go over what uh, what it is that all right you've been so, digging into? Uh, there's this dude at work I chat back and forth with sometimes. I uh, usually about music, and I I kind of find most of his taste in music kind of shit. Just because I have that that mentality of, like, my life sucks. I don't want to dwell on other people's life sucking. I kind of want to forget about it. You know, that kind of deal. I kind of like zappier music. You know, just just happy zaps. Uh, but, and it was like a lot of new metal, Jake. A lot of new metal. It's like, I'm sorry. I was a lo- I was in high school during the new metal phase. I am, I, I've had enough. Thank you kindly. Good day, sir. But I uh, started talking about the new Childish Gambino album coming out. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to pick it up. So I picked it up. And a lot of people, like, I, actually, it was the day after it came out. Because I completely forgot to get it the day it came out. And it was wanting to know my opinion. So I got it. I was listening to it. And it's... it's You actually bought something? Yeah. Like hip-hop on a whim? Because isn't Childish Gambino Yeah, Childish Gambino. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I? I no, mean, I'm just surprised that you just bought it on a whim. Not on a whim. I've been meaning to start picking up his shit anyway. And now what he's known for is like really good, really fast, like decently paced, smart writing, self a little bit self-deprecating, but usually just really just clever writing. All right. Half of the which it's either brag or slam and, you know, it's self-slam half the time and so it's the cleverness that you go for. But this, it kind of reminded me a bit of a jazz funk album. Yeah, and apparently a lot of people didn't like that. But guess who's alley? That was right up, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, that, we're that talking would even be up so mine. I'm going to have to... Allie, Jake, all right? I just got done watching Zorro and some fucker just killed my parents. It is straight up my alley, all right? <laughs> it is all the way up this alley. In there is like it has some repetitive moments. It's not that bad. Naturally. This is not a slam. This is a this is an album you want to put on and not pay attention to. Alright, you like as in it it is one of those like subconscious albums, like where you will have just as much fun listening to it intently as you will just putting it on the background and going about your day. It can permeate into everything you're doing so well. That it's just always there in the back, just making you feel that nice little groove kind of like to it. Tribe Called Quest CD from last year. I didn't even know they brought they came out with anything, Jay. Yeah, dude, it's called. Thank I don't. You, last you time got I remember here, hearing I Tribe here, Called Quest was I don't know, 
when Mandy was babysitting dude, us? Look up Solid Wall of Sound. That song is so fucking dope. Really? Dude, that entire CD, like, they took... It still has, like, an old-school, late 80s, early to mid-90s sound to it. So Tribe Called Quest. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the crazy thing. Oh, my... Dude, it is so fucking good, man. I'm gonna have to check that out then. Dude, it's so good. I listened to it, like, two or three times while I was in Florida and once since being back. That CD is so incredible, dude. But oh. I'm glad you were saying that because do you. Oh, sorry. Did you have some more thoughts? Uh, uh, no, I was going to tell you one more quick thing. Yeah. Another band I got to send you uh, a couple videos for. Again, just some dude online I was I was talking with. Huge metalhead, and I kind of fucking hate a lot of metal because it's it's right. kind of sh- like it's so pompous half the it's time. So it up can its eat own me. ass. Like, like yeah. Bono stands off to the sides. Like wow, really? Guys? Yeah. It's. It can get straight up its own ass because it's labels. Yep. Like, it's so obsessed with its labels. But he's sending this shit to a band called a Red Fang. Oh, dude. So fucking good. I love having Amazon Prime. And your Amazon... Or I'm sorry, no, I your, use uh, Apple, Apple Music. Music. Sorry. See, I could and do the Apple. Amazon so, yeah. Prime, but... But uh, no, Prime you have Music, Apple Music. But, so yeah, yeah. You, you can use that instead. But I'll... Like, like, fucking amazing. Like, really good metal. Like... I'm not saying Dio. I'm not saying Rainbow, because nothing can be Rainbow. <laughs> but we're talking uh, just, it felt like the music came first, and then they put really good lyrics to it. Right. Well, it doesn't have to be great lyrics. It just has to be thematically keeping and not up its own shitter. So, yeah, it's. I think it's music you'd really fucking like, but I'm sorry. you were... Okay, so what I was listening to last week, kind of what you were just saying flows right into it, because it is something that could be playing in the background, or you can listen to it intently. I actually went into listening to this very um, critical because you know how stubborn I am with hip-hop. I mean, rock is always going to be rock, but there's something about hip-hop that I'm very, 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 very particular about, right? Um, So I've been hearing people talk about this group. I think this is actually their second album, the group Migos. They're out of Atlanta, they released a CD it called familiar. They released a CD called Culture. It was either earlier this month or it was toward the end of January. Um uh I know that the guy who created the TV show Atlanta gave them a shout out like a, an award ceremony or something like that. But um I got really curious. So I decided to listen to it. I listened to it like here and there like on my drive to work and back that sort of thing, right? So I was consuming it that way. It was just the occasional, you know, listen to like maybe two to three tracks a day sort of thing. There's 13 total tracks on this, right? Mm-hmm. By far the best track on that is, uh, I think it's number nine, is Slippery with Gucci Mane, which I was kind of surprised that I would like that as much as I did. Dude, this song is, dude, it's good. I mean, like, I was listening to it. I was like, I'm kind of grooving with this, you know? I was kind of surprised. I didn't expect myself. But what I find interesting, I don't know if you'll like it, but a lot of the rapping, this is this is the flow style. They do their rapping like this, but it's still with the beat. It's not like, you know how like Jay-Z can keep a beat, but he also goes, he'll just like he goes, start oh. speaking and just goes off beat and it's yeah, like you badly. lose yourself, right? But no, when you're listening to Migos, they'll start hitting like this. But it's still, the beat is still going and they still keep with the beat, even though they're doing this. 
and no, that's perfectly fine because it reminds you of like older. It, like it's old, really older, it's where like really the percussion was the more was the main hook of right. the hip hop. And where yeah. they're from Atlanta, it has like that that southern rap style, kind of like a little John, like the beats and stuff. Kind of sounds more closer Trap. to a little John, more trappy, kind of. Um, but my my biggest thing, like the the back part, like the last twenty five percent of the CD, really just kind of goes to hell. I don't know if it's because you get so used to like hearing the styles and hearing the beats from the previous tracks, or if the previous tracks were just that much better than the final like three to five tracks. But uh, yeah, dude, I actually kind of branched out and decided to give something a chance that you weren't like, really, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I just heard a lot of these, you know, on different podcasts and reading these different articles. I'm like, you know what? If people are speaking kind of highly about it, I'll check it out. I just want to—I want to say that I at least gave it an opportunity and checked it out and see what I thought about Shit. it. That guy at work also gave me a recommendation. I wish I could fucking remember it because I—I had you listen to that uh, the Mountain Goat song, right? That No Children, that really depressing. I'm glad we're fucking gonna die alone because I don't want you near me. That entire album was like that, and I was talking to him about it. I was like, oh, you got to listen to this. He. I, I wish I could remember the name of the guy, but it was just an entire album that he wrote after a chick dumped him. We're talking as in, like, suicidally dumped him. And it is such a bummer in the best way. And that's when you, like, sometimes you like bummer music. And, yeah, that fucking Mountain Goat album, Tallahassee, I love it to death, but I cannot listen to it too much. Because it will affect your fucking, your entire, your your mood. It's as great as it is. It will just fucking wreck your day because it gets in you. And that's good music. Music that just like just like just walks up to you is like, oh hey, hi, how you doing? Um uh Kalimaksha <laughs> Just rips your fucking heart out. Like it's a racial stereotype in the second Indiana Jones movie. Alright, it just rips your damn heart out. It's it will do it, and it'll it even when you know it's coming. Even when you know it's coming, because one of my favorite songs on there is Old College Try. And God, it's so good. But at the same time, the whole song is our relationship is a dumpster fire, but fuck it. Let's stay with it. And it, God, it just, Kato. Well, and I, I, think, I think part of the reason why I was so disappointed is I actually tend to like a lot of songs on the back end of an album. Like, yeah, the less I was, the the ones I was that, that way with the... like Kanye West's very first CD. Like it was it was solid, but the back half was so much better than the first half. The back half had two words with him and Mos Def, the one that they performed on the episode of Chappelle show. It's like Kanye West, Mos Def, and uh and Freeway. Chances are I remember the Mos Def part because that's Dude that's Mos Def. Oh fucking smokes that song. No, but, shit, but he no, smokes fucking but, everything. But even more so than Freeway, but Kanye West and both mo, him both him and Mos Def kept to the whole two words kind of theme. Like, the whole purpose of the song was putting together, like, two things and that was their flow. Of course, you know, fucking Mos Def was Mos Def and just killed it. But that was on the back half. There was one, um... 
uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was like a fraternity theme song, right? That was on the back half. That was a good one. Kanye West workout tape was fucking hilarious. Back end. Uh, uh, Through the Wire, back end. Through the Wire was the one where he actually requ- uh, recorded the entire thing with his jaw wired shut. Because he was in a really bad car accident that almost killed him. And he had his jaw wired shut for a long time. And even in that track, he still has his jaw wired shut. And Damn. still, like, puts it down, dude. Like, Through the Wire is, is an excellent you see, kids, track. What we are talking about is the B-side. Yeah, the it's B-sides. Not what, it's not what yeah. sells an album, but it's what makes the fans. Because... The 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 another good example the territorial pissings on Nevermind. That was always one of the undersung songs. Yeah, territorial pissings on, on Nevermind. That song was like and Molly's very lips. Like, yep. Like seriously, Dude, Molly's the B side of Nevermind is fucking excellent. Yes, it really is. Like you like you gotta love it because. No, honestly, the the A side is where you get new people. It's how you. It's Those how are you your work. music videos. That's, that's your what's hits on the radio. All right, nope. but the B side is where you fucking find lifelong fans. Yep. that's where you get inside someone's head and just live there because that's where they're more experimental, more introspective and shit even can happen. I, I know so... you don't like it as much, but ICP was the same way. Their better stuff was on the B-sides. It was once you got to, like, track six and on was whenever you, like, they had, like... Hall of Illusions is still going to be one of their favorite fucking, or the best songs ever made, and it was the third song on an album. True. Like, no, no, if you ever want anything that is... Wait, well, ICP of, can... wait you sure you're meaning Hall of Illusions? I mean Which... Hall of Illusions. Okay. Yes. Because that was the most quintessential ICP song. That is what you could say. If you want to show somebody no, good ICP. Illusions, I think, was number five. I just want it was. But anyway. Let me look at the link it was, while you're talking. Yeah. Because if you think about how weird ICP is about like, ah, slice, kill, blah, blah, blah. Just just freaking uh, just B-movie schlock. It's grindhouse shit. Okay. It is pure id bullshit. Okay. But Hall of Illusions had that sense of purpose. You're like, it's not about I'm going to murder everybody because blah, I'm crazy. It is you were a piece of shit in life. This oh, is Hall what of happened. Illusions was number seven. Oh, it was. I apo- then I yeah, have to retract that completely. I could have sworn it was. But you have Halls of Illusions and then Under the Moon. That is a hell that of a is, double whammy. That dude. is a no. In terms then, of, of no, course, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That is uh, the under the moon is meatloaf levels of high school drama because meatloaf's entire uh, oeuvre is high school drama. Really well done. Just just teenage drama. All right. Like cutting like leaving high school, just, you know, being a runaway and under the moon was straight up. Teen drama. And then for well the palate done. cleanser of the two previous songs, they put in What is a Juggalo. That was their palate cleanser from the two previous. Wasn't that also the Oddities theme song when they were in no, wrestling? the Oddities theme song was... Um, uh, Are you sure it's not What is a Juggalo theme? But, yes. But re- I thought I'm it was positive. Re- it was no. remixed, a, re- a sample. No, the same it beat. is... Um, hold on. It was on, oh, it's on Forgotten Precious <laughs> I, I somewhat say that because I may have been listening to some of my um, 
some of my favorite psychopathic stuff on my drive here. I don't know why I was just struck on a whim. Uh, Forgotten Freshness 4. Here we go. See, that's the WWE. The yeah, WWE. I know. That's, I actually searched the audience because we don't know the fucking name of the song. I do. Hold on, Boot. Ooh. The Great Show. It was the great show. Jake, it was the great show. I believe you. There. I'm just. No, 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 Wicked clown. You do realize that derailing, you just completely ruined whatever flow we had, right? No, I didn't. Anyway. Because I am drained now. Bob, stop. Don't ruin any fun here. But, um. Oh, so I'm sorry. Oh, I, gotta let, I, I have to let you all know the reason our tone changed so fast is we <laughs> literally just spent seven minutes trying to find that stupid <laughs> fucking song that I could give two shits about that apparently is called The Greatest Show. The second fucking word in the, the goddamn show. lyrics. Okay? <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. So B sides, you piece of shit. No, but it's true, though. Fucker. Like, and and we were totally B-side people. Stained, or not stained, so but we're basically soil. We're beta. We're betas. We're straight betas. Sort of. So, soil. Like, fucking um, oh. Halo. Halo was a badass song, and was oh, that, God, was, that yes. was their radio song. That was their video song. But, like, the back half... No, I can't CD? help you with this, Jake. No, no, no. Here's why I can't help you with this. I loved that entire CD. That entire you CD asked me is to say so was, good. No, like fucking. Uh, was it uh two skins? Fucking amazing. Like I can't like Dirty Black Seven. Great. Like I cannot tell you the best song on that album because that whole fucking album is goddamn amazing. Mine is um. Oh shit! I've got to try to remember the the title. I can't. I I um, honestly half the time I can't because. Because I, I love Halo, but it's a different one. It's, um, I know. Sorry, Bob. Need the albums. There oh, go. God, breaking me down. Oh, um, let's see. Unreal. Well, this is radio edit, but Unreal oh God. is probably Black my 7 was the last, was the closer. Yep. Oh, wide open. Okay, we're just going to, so you had a. Uh, Song one is uh, Breaking Me Down, which is a great opener. That just is straight pump. You have Halo. Then Need to Feel, really like that. Wide Open, yeah. Understanding Me. If there's going to be, I think that might be the the lower point. Understanding Me, it's not bad, but it's a lower point of the album. You got My Own. Well, My Own was okay-ish. Unreal, Inside. I actually don't remember Inside, so that might. Two Skins. God damn it, Jake. I'm going to have to edit. It's okay, Bob. That's inside. But then all of the songs kind of sound similar. Like That is the problem with it. It does have a very... But at the same time, for an album, you kind of want that. But fucking Halo, though, dude. As song, that song is still on my workout playlist. Like, as soon as I hear the... Oh, Two skin. I'm sorry. Like it'll always be two skins. If I need something that'll that'll like get my ass going on a walk, shit yes. And which one did you say? Two skins. Two skins. I thought you said Black Seven was. Oh no, your... Black Seven's great. It's a perfect closer for the album. Dude, that song is so so fucked. good. The whole fucking album. Oh. 
Dude. That whole album is so oh. good. I need. Oh, shit. I, I bought it at Best Buy. Like, whenever I was working at Toys R Us, I bought that CD. Such a good album. Yep. Fuck, that's a good album. It is, dude. It's so good. I know man. I probably have it on a Google Drive somewhere, <laughs> but I am But you're seriously... like, I'm putting that on Amazon right Fuck now. Fuck, yes, I am. Dude. Oh, it's a good one, man. I can't listen to that while I drive, though. I will not. Oh, God. I can't listen to that because I'll get, like, white boy, like, aggro and shit. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it, man. But, no, I, there's. So, kind of sort of bringing it back. That's the only reason why I was disappointed with Culture by Migos is the back half was really kind of just slop. Not sloppy. It just was. It didn't hook you, you know? Yeah. But the other stuff was good. I really liked the stuff. I found myself bobbing my head getting into it, you know. But I don't have to spend ten bucks on it. It's on Prime. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. I no, I would have. Let's. Let oh, it's not... worth every penny, dude. It is worth every single penny. Yeah. Man, that CD so. But the stuff Ooh. they did after that was not as good. Like I know they put out like another two or three. Like what? I think they have a total of like four CDs, something few. like that. Um, but that first one was just so. Oh, dude, what's up? I have "Kiss from a Rose" on my phone. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that is awesome. such a good Please, song. Just as long as it's the Batman Forever. No, it's, it's from sealed. Batman. It's For- sealed. I know, but as long as it's the version from Batman Forever, Which is not the only from his version CD. There is. No. There's a fucking it, difference. Yeah. No, there's not a difference. But I'm just saying. You it, just want it source, to be. I want it to be from the Batman Forever soundtrack. No, not it's from, from his that CD. awesome fucking. Which makes him look. No, 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 no. That album cover makes him look like a piece of the art from the movie, like one of the statues from the movie. So don't you fucking Caligula thumbs down me, bitch. Did I say Caligula. It's, it's still, fuck? it's still not the, it's not the correct source, Bob. Dude, like Offspring even had a song on that soundtrack. Ugh. We need to go, maybe go balls deep on some music on another. On a, we need to do an episode where we just. Yeah, we, I've technically already had that episode. You weren't here for it. <laughs> I know, and that's no fun. Yeah, Scars was the name of the album. Yeah, Scars. Guard. <laughs> Guard against Scars. There we guard. go. Album downloading. <laughs> oh, such a good album. That, like, I mean, hell, if you want to talk about something weird, I, all right, who would think? System of a Down. All right. Never liked them because I did not, like, when I start now, I hate them because I really didn't like uh, Chop Suey. I just didn't, it didn't resonate with me. I still love me. that song. But Cody forced me to listen to it every time I was in that fucking piece of shit car with Dude, him. Toxicity was his, like, Until he made it like, okay, fine. I want you to listen to this song. He put in Pogo. Which is a B-side. I thought it was like the fifth. But, oh, well, I don't care. I don't care. I just assumed it. I guess I'm assuming they're all earlier in because I like them so much. But that fucking song just jumped. Well, it jumped on me. <laughs> jumped! <laughs> uh, that was because it, it is a nothing song for a band that is very very, 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 very poetically po- political. That's a hard fucking... Politically political? <laughs> no, poetically political. Oh, poetically yeah, Exactly. Political. I was saying it's oh, hard okay. to say because I said it wrong. But very deep about, like, the emotion of what they're saying, the the poetry of what they're saying, and the message of what they're saying. And yet, what do you got? 
bounce, punga, 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 punga. Yep. Like, fucking love that song. It just jumped at me. And, and it made on me... the CD, Toxicity, Ariel's and Atwa, B-Sides. Oh, Ariel's. B-Sides. Was Ariel the closer? No, no it, was like, it was near the end. Yeah. No, Atwa was the closer. Oh, good. Ariel's just good. I got the CD after that, and it's a little. Oh, it got a little too pretty. After that was, they, although that was the whole point. No, the of one that. after that was the "Please Steal This" album, and then you had "Mesmerize" and uh, "Hypnotize." Okay, those two. It was the third album after that. <laughs> it was "Hypnotize" that I got. I think. No, the best one of those was probably "Lonely Day." That song is. Don't remember too much. So yeah, it's. It's the one where the guitarist is actually singing. Oh, really? Yeah. Although, the most perfect match in the world is when that motherfucker did that song with Tech. Dude, I'm telling you. And everybody's like, they're weird. He's like weird little eyes wide shut fucking church that he had going on. Man, straight out the gate, that song is... Dude, I was telling people like an A school. I'm like, you guys want to hear like a dope ass song? If you guys want to hear just, just listen to lyrical this. gunfire, Man. like it's it Tech that is nine, like son. it sounds like a battlefield. It's just you just oh it's like and it just like, hits oh. and like his vocal work, which he's a fantastic vocalist. Oh god, like, the Serge way he Tankian get that vibrato going in his throat. Holy he's, shit. He's fucking phenomenal. Reminds me of the old ladies who are in church. I think I would put him above Sebastian Bach in the whole metal voice category. I wouldn't put Sebastian Bach too high. No, Sebastian Bach had a hell of a voice. Dude, nah. dude could sing. Nah. Dude could sing. Nah. Corey Taylor's up there, though, from Slipknot and Stone Sour. Yeah. That motherfucker can sing, But dude. at the same time, I fucking hate... The Slipknot vert. Oh, I just hate. I hate the garbled bullshit because I I'm one of those douchebags who like every aspect. Like if the lyrics are great, but the uh, but the instrumentals suck, you can eat a dick. It pulls me right out of it. Go f- go early Journey. Don't have a fucking uh, front man. Okay. There's a reason why the earliest Journey songs with Steve Perry in it are half instrumental before he starts, because they were originally straight instrumental. Okay, so I have to oh, twist wow, this a little bit. <laughs> so Boston, Boston, nothing else on there will ever beat um, Long Time, like Foreplay and Long Time. The the combination of those two songs, yeah. nothing on that. To the and point no, where you can't totally remember that A-side. it's two songs. Exactly. That's totally A-side, but nothing on the B-side could ever beat no. those two. Now, let's think of another, just because I know I have my vinyl I, up I, there. I'm hard remem- it's hard for me to remember. Purple Rain, back half, you have the, the B-sides of Purple Rain, you have Dove's Cry, I Would Die For You, and Purple Rain. Of course. Oh, do you have it down here? I know my copy was upstairs. I think, no, you're the only one that had a copy then. So no, I don't you have bought it. a copy also. We both ended up with a copy of it. Cause that yeah, place it has to be because my, Budokai, my Budokan's not down here either. I have Cheap Trick live at Budokan. Live at Budokan. Amazing. Okay. One of the, the best song, live albums B-side ever. B-side song of Budokan, The Flame. But that that doesn't count because it was actually uh it was a uh, it's actually a studio it was a, song. No, no, no. Well, no, it was a uh, advert for the next album. It was yeah. the hit on their next album. But that uh, song is oh, love that song. Um, dude. oh god, what about what I'm thinking of? What the fuck? 
I can, I'll go. Damn if you want me to. I always think of Prince like throwing a hissy fit like a kid. God. Oh, self-indulgent as that album is, that whole movie is fucking. Oh, it gave us the time. It gave us the time. It gave us fishnets. It gave us fucking oak tree. It gave us the motherfucking time. Even it even gave us vanilla ice cream, which sucks ass. Did you uh, oh, ice cream castles? Ice cream castles. That song sucks. Did you uh, still the time? Did you watch uh, any of the Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars from the Grammys with uh, the time, where he did his whole Prince tribute. Bruno no. Mars did. Yeah, he did a Prince tribute, and he, he even was with the time. Yeah, they even they performed not only, of course, they performed uh, uh, "Jungle Love," but they also performed uh, "Fuck." What was the other was one? It the on? bird. The bird. <gasps> they did the bird. Yes. Oh, I love the bird yeah. just because it's the dumbest dance song ever. You know why? Everybody, have you heard? It's a brand new dance, and it's called the bird. You don't need no rhythm. Or no personality. You just need two arms and some attitudes. Everybody dance me. What? <laughs> oh, what? hallelujah. <laughs> God, that fucking Morris Day in the time, which makes me hate Prince even more. <laughs> but uh, every fucking time I love Morris Day, more I, the more I love Morris Day, the more I hate Prince for yeah. what he fucking did to Morris Day in the time. Well, he did that to, you know. Everything. Because yeah. he was a goddamn narcissist. Yeah, but he was Ooh, an next week. amazing narcissist. Next week, the 23rd, right? Isn't it the 23rd? When uh, his shit gets released? No, it's already, I, I think it's already been released. It was the 23rd. So that would be the end of next week, maybe. I saw some of it on uh, Apple Music, but yeah. Some I saw stuff I online it, where it was not. talking about like how it was being released on Spotify. Like some of it's already f- on there. When so we I don't know. T- when we were talking about it, yep. I called it. Like when they release, well, it's not really calling it. It's like, you know, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, but that's the good. Th- that's the bright side. Is God his freaking his his catalog's going to be coming. I out. I want to hear the stuff that's never been put out. That's and you the know, stuff goddamn well hear. he has more shit than Tupac ever did. They had to resample a lot of his shit to make it worth it. No. Prince, you know he has fully developed yep. studio albums that he just never and released. Plus I was thinking this is for me. <clears throat> I was wondering if that means the documentary that Kevin Smith directed. I was thinking that too. It's like, would that would come out? out? The, the J dub fucking documentary, would that come out? Cause that would be kind of interesting to watch. Yeah, because his story about it's really weird, but it's God, that'd be fun. Yep. Profiteering on someone's death, but hey. <laughs> That's what Not everybody does. Not profiteering. I'm using dumb words, Jacob. I've been talking all day. Yeah, we should probably wrap up then, huh? Yeah, we probably should. All right. But so no, we need to sit down and like, I, this is a good music discussion. We need to like the, get like. The only like, problem with that is I'm not as great with music as you are. It's true. So that's the problem with that. The, most of the time it would be me looking at my phone. I wish we would have saved that B-Sides discussion. <laughs> ah, it's cool. It's cool. Because that could have been its own episode. It's like episode. jazz, baby. It's all about the topics we don't talk about. What? <laughs> yes, what? it's an audio medium. You can't do that stupid little. <laughs> and expect them to know what you're talking about. Uh, that's why, I'm sorry, we need to try to have a Dear live. viewers, I, I am hope. still doing the bird. Oh, no, no, no. He's not doing the bird. He's doing the bird. 
Like he ha- he's going into epileptic <laughs> shock. He's doing the bird like somebody shoved a fist up his ass right when he started. I want so much to do a live episode just so people can see what the fuck just happened. <laughs> no human should walk like that. No human should ever. <laughs> Stop it! They can't see. They cannot see. Put it up on Facebook Live real quick. No, because I hate Facebook Live. Because I'm constantly getting goddamn updates. This is live, right? Stop telling me. I no longer want to see live. Oh, guess what? They're live. No, they're not. This is literally the same shit you told me about a minute ago. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Okay, so (laughs) that is going to do it for today's episode of A Brother's Quarrel. We had some. Nice discussions. And you know what? Let's 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 zero it in, Jake. If you have an opinion on the Mass Effect topic, on the RPG topic, which one you specifically think is the better, all right? Let us know either through emails, which is brothersquarrel at gmail.com. Or the best place in the world for no other reason than how it's pronounced. What's our Twitter? At ABQ Podcast, Capital A, Capital B, Capital Q. Makes me want to vogue every time you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Just let my body move to the music. (laughs) Uh, So yes, if you have, if you have, just uh, just your opinion, your ideas on the subject at hand of that specific one. You know, fuck it. If you have anything, just let us know. Yeah, whether it's the Nintendo Switch, fuck our discussion Switch. about B swides, the B swides, <laughs> our B swides. All right, just yeah, just just give us your opinion. Let us know. And hey, if this is the kind of freak you like, if you just stumbled across this podcast, it's a mystical way. For fir- the first thing I like to say is, I'm sorry. The second one, welcome. The third is, I am so very sorry. See, you said that, and it made me think of the song "Freak Like Me" from like the the early to mid '90s. Freak like me, to the day until the dawn. Why were you still doing the bird dance? Because <laughs> I'm like stuck on doing the bird all of a sudden. <coughs> there it is. I started coughing. Um, <laughs> if you guys would like. Uh, if you just stumbled across and found this the kind of freak you like, there's iTunes, there's freaking every podcast thing that you can think of. Google Play. Yeah, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, blah, blah, blah. We're a lot of shit, okay? Follow us on there. At the very least, share it with at least one person, because we're getting semi-regular. Last if week, you tell two friends, and, and they, they tell, tell two, two friends, friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. It's Dutch door action. No. No. You fucking just did that so wrong. No, I didn't. Yes, it is. Dutch door action was when he was yelling at oh, her. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're fucking <laughs> troglodyte. Yeah, me, me the troglodyte. You're the one like, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It was Mass Effect 2 because Red sent me this picture. And I told her that she was, oh, why she get mad at Kate? Oh, no, it's shit. Mass Effect 2. I just, oh, I'm the troglodyte. Weird that I honestly thought that, huh? Memories cool like that. Memory select. <laughs> hey, my arms have much more motion to it. Because <laughs> you're just like, eh. like a no, bird no, on a... No, Jake, on a, what you did was this. The, the reason I did it like this is because my mic, my boobs, no. my pop filter's right there, so I can't fully do it. So I'm stuck t rexes <laughs> 
No, my arms flap a lot more than that, Bob. <laughs> you goddamn fucking idiot. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, okay, so that... Uh, and please... <laughs> oh, dear God. So yeah, follow us on whatever, <laughs> and just oh shit. As the final bit, rock. <laughs> we heard a brother's quarrel. Would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was gonna do it. I didn't. <laughs>